to the Wheels of Spectrum, the podcast where we roll through life with an autistic husband and daughter. Buckle up, embrace yourself for a wild ride as we navigate through the ups and downs of being a neurodiverse family. From struggles to accomplishments, adventures, movie shows, anime, gaming, and everything in between. Hey guys, I have been missing for like a whole month. We were sick and then we got better and then my hus- my daughter got sick again and she got me sick within like two hours so we've been sick on and off and I just I've been dealing with a lot of things and a lot of work so I haven't uploaded an episode but hopefully we can go back and schedule and you know upload an episode per week like I said I would Today, unfortunately, my co-host is not with me, but hopefully next episode he'll be coming back and we can talk about some of the issues that, you know, some of the articles that we we have been reading. And I don't want to talk about that right now because I want to have his point of view and I don't have it right now. So this episode is going to be very special because I'm going to be talking about me. Yay! Let me let me do the clap. I know, I know, I know. Nobody wants to hear about me. <laughs> but I do want to talk about some of the dreams I've been having. And they have to do with my daughter and how I feel about her autism. And I feel like dreams, in a way, they can tell you what you've been thinking but haven't been able to realize or to accept. So they come to you in dreams and you're like, why did I dream this? Or why have I been dreaming about this? So that has happened to me and I've been having some wild dreams and they usually all relate to what I'll be touching on later on. Another of the things that I want to talk about is a lot of the exciting news I've been, um, about my daughter. She has been showing a lot of progress. So I want to talk, I want to touch on the things that she's been doing and how I've been feeling about it and how, you know, how happy she's been with all the progress. Because I can see how, you know, happy and accomplished she feels when she does something that she hasn't done she gets very cheerful and surprised oh my god i did it (laughs) even though she doesn't say it but i can see it in her eyes also i want to um i have a little i want to say i've been through therapy for a whole year and i have a little poem that i wrote i think when was it um like a month and a half ago and I wanted to put it out there because I don't know if there are other people that feel this way and this has nothing to do with you know my family my daughter my husband this is just me and how I feel and it's not a poem it's like a little essay but I do want to read it and um, nobody has heard it it's very small I'm not you know it's not like a big say it's not something that I'll be putting on like the internet even though I am putting it because I am talking about it but anyway let's not ramble on but so as you probably know this might probably be a very small 
episode because it's just me and I want to talk about you know the relationship of, of, of my feelings towards a lot of the progress that my daughter has been going through but also the bad things how you know the things that I that we don't have progress on the things that she hasn't shown any progress as per se I don't want to say it that way it doesn't sound good but but yeah let's just let's get started with this it's a little song intermission song so my dream okay let's get started with this I have been dreaming lately a lot of my daughter speaking she usually my dreams she has full-blown conversations with me she has a lot of words she in my dreams per se she and every dream is different in every dream i am so surprised because i feel like this is the first time she's speaking so it's not like in my dreams she has spoken her whole life it's like oh no she just started speaking and she's saying full-blown conversations with me she's like she's having full-blown conversations with me and at first they were very i want to say heartwarming when i will wake up i'll be very excited and happy because i knew i feel like uh it was coming like in my when i will wake up i'll feel like oh I know this is how it's going to feel once I can hear her voice. This is going to feel when I know that I can communicate with her with her voice. Because I do, as probably stated, um, as previous, previously stated, she does communicate with us. She uses sign language. So we do have communication with her. She tells us when she's tired. She tells us when she's hungry. So we do have conversations with her in a way, but they're not, it's not her voice. So I I think after the second or third dream of me just dreaming about her first full conversation with me, and it was like, it wasn't just words. It was like full conversation with me or my husband. Um, I started to get sad. So every time I wake up, like I think after the third time, it happened like two or three more times. And every time I wake up, I will actually feel sad because one of the reasons was in the dreams, she didn't have a baby voice anymore. It was like a kid's voice. So it kind of made me feel like, I'm not going to be, if she does speak, let's say when she's seven, I missed her baby voice. I miss her, you know, that baby voice of Wata. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't think that that sounded very European, not baby, but I hope you, you guys understand what I'm trying to say. And it will make me think if she does speak, I'm never going to have that baby voice coming from her. And like, I, I, we never had it in a way. 
she like before her regression she would try to babble and everything and now she does say all done she says yeah sometimes but you know full conversations with like a a three-year-old they're just funny they it's their baby talk so every morning after having my dreams after like the third time I will actually feel sad and I will mourn the idea that she's going to speak one day but I'm never gonna get that baby side from her I'm never gonna get the baby talk from her and then I think when I started to think about it when I started to realize what it's it, it should be a deeper thing I don't know I, I I try to to use a lot of therapy on myself because I have a lot of tools so when when I feel sad I try to find like the roof root of what not the roof the root of what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it so I started to think like oh what 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 is it what what is really why am I sad do I think she's never gonna speak do I think like I said before she's gonna speak and she's not gonna sound like a baby and I never enjoyed that baby stage of a little kid talking back to you is it that maybe I just I don't want to have kids anymore and I understand that she's ever like all that I will experience and there are things that I'm not experiencing with her when it comes to talking but I don't want to it sounds selfish you know I there are parents out there that don't ever get to enjoy their children there are parents out there that lose their babies there are parents out there that have kids with like medical complications and they care either never eat or never talk or never and I don't have that you know I have a wonderful child that communicates with us I have we have progress every day and we see a light we see she will speak one day but why is speaking so important to me why can I not understand that regardless if she speaks or doesn't speak she'll be able to live a normal life and what is normal I don't like to say normal because nothing is normal but when you're a mom you try to it feels really bad to not be able to equip your children or not be able to the future is so unknown for someone with a disability and it scares me that she's not going to be able to get all the resources that she can get or that she's not going to be able to protect herself or that she's not going to be able to communicate or have friends or have a partner those are the things that scare me but also 
in a selfish way, it makes me feel really sad to think that I cannot have a conversation with her, which I do have a conversation with her. The other day, we, we love watching her and I, We ever since she was a baby, we love watching mukbangs. And mukbangs is basically, usually it's, it's a Korean thing where a lot of Koreans don't have time to spend time with their family or friends, and they usually eat alone. So the work mukbang was, it wasn't creative, but it was, in a way, popularized, popularized. And a lot of Koreans will eat in a um, in front of a camera, and other people will eat either watch them or they will do like a chat, and they will eat and I will eat, so that you wouldn't feel alone eating. But now it's used in a way for the sound, like ASMR, or just the food, you know, like extravagant food. Or even like crazy animals or jellies of like, like it's somebody eating a pen out of a jelly. I don't know if that makes any sense. My point is that we love watching that. And she loves strawberries ever since she was a little girl. So one of our favorite mukbangs, mukbangers, <laughs> that sounds, that doesn't sound right. But one of our favorite YouTubers that do, that they do. He does mukbangs. He posted a new video of Joe's strawberries. And I'm not saying Joe's strawberries, but he had strawberry cake. He had macaroons, strawberry macaroons. And he had strawberries with chocolate. And then a whole array of strawberries in different forms. And we were watching. I played it, obviously. I'm going to play it. We love, like I said, we, we, both of us, we love watching those. Sorry. And when we were watching it, I turned to her and I signed yummy. And I said, do you want strawberry? And she said, yes. Obviously she signed yes. And we started laughing and it felt like a conversation. It felt like we were actually... Like, it felt like she was a grown-up. It felt like, to me, that was the conversation that I wanted. Of, of, of dream. Like, that's the conversation I've always dreamed of. And fast forward, I gave her, obviously, the strawberry. And she ate it, and we laughed about it. And we say yummy, and she signed more. And it made me realize that I can have those moments with her I can have those conversations with her I can have those special connection I think that's it I think it's it's the connection I we as humans value connection it's very important to us and one of the ways we connect is through speaking and I think it's one of the most like preliminary ways of having connection with someone is through speaking but it is not the only way and it took me time to realize that it took me time to realize 
I can have a connection. I can have those conversations. I can have that laughing time and those moments with her because she understands, obviously. But I can have it above speaking. You know, people connect through dance. People can connect through laughter. People connect through listening. People connect through touch, through sign language, through... There's so many other ways of connecting with someone. But we we see speech as such an important part of human. We, we, it's so important to us to be able to speak up, to be able to say what we feel, to be able to protect ourselves, to be able to express our emotions or our, you know, beliefs. But even through like writing, could be there could be a connection you know like writing letters and I need to minimize the importance of speech and the connection that I can that I'm looking for I need to learn to value the already connection I have with her and obviously there's a hope that she will speak but there's an understanding as well that if she doesn't it will not make her less to me to the world to our family she'll be as important she'll be as amazing and and as talented as she is and it doesn't change anything about her it's it's a loaded it's it's a big topic i think for for discussion and as someone as me i i i express myself through speech i do like writing i just i don't like other people reading what i wrote but i want to open that dialogue with other people but also I want to give my daughter the tools to be able to connect not just with me not just with her dad not just with her grandparents but with other people people that don't know sound language people the neighbor um her friend from school the store owner it's not everyone can learn sign language but what is another way that she can connect with other people and we probably will get her started on horse bike riding did i say horse bike riding I just picture a horse on top of a bike, bike riding. No, that's not what I, that's not what I meant. Horse back riding. Because she loves, loves horses. And I think that's one avenue that we can open up for her. For her to be able to 
communicate and connect with animals. Because I think one of the biggest, most beautiful things about life is the animals that we have on this earth. And they don't speak back to us. How do we connect with them? How do we connect with our dogs? How do we connect with our cats? Yes, we do speak to them, but they don't respond to us back, thankfully. But how can we have such strong relationships with pets, but then mourn the idea of our kids not speaking? We need to cease dialogue at something that can be done through other avenues, not just primarily speech. Music, I think one of the big things is, you know, playing an instrument. You connect with other people. You express how you feel. You even express your emotions. And, and, and as emotions are how you feel. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. I've been working the whole day. But anyway, but you can express how you feel through instruments and through music and through creating, through art, through writing. So instead of focusing on having her talk, I know that's important, but I want to focus on other avenues and other things that she can do. So I don't have to mourn. I mean, I am going to mourn the idea that she might never speak. But I will rejoice the idea that she can connect, not just with me, but others, through a skill or a talent that she has. So I'm going to focus on that, on helping her discover how to connect with others. Because it is important. Human beings need, need other human beings. We need connection. We need people to help us. We need advice. And she's only going to get that if she can connect. I mean, that actually didn't sound good. Because a lot of autistic kids have problems with social interactions. And my daughter, she has no problem as that we've seen. But I would never force her to interact with others. So it's her choice. And she can, you know, she doesn't have to have a connection with other human beings. She wants, she can, you know, connect with horses for the rest of her life. I don't care. As long as she's, she, she's happy and she's well adjusted and she doesn't need me. Because that's the goal for parents. To teach our children to live without us it's sad but that's the reality of life ah that was heavy <laughs> so uh what did i okay we talked about okay okay i i was i i my brain took a big fart a big big fart i forgot what I, uh, my next subject is about so one of the things that I wanted to talk about was how exciting Sophia's accomplishments have been. They've been amazing. I mean, we praise for trying. We 
praise and we congratulate her for accomplishing, but we put more importance in, in the fact that she's trying. We, you know, even if it's a fail, we still put importance in that she's trying. It's not, it's not all about accomplishing. At least you're trying. So we are trying to nurture that with her and try to teach her very specific ways to keep on trying. That's all she needs to do. Just keep on trying. It's, you don't have to be good at everything, but you just got to try. One of the things that she has accomplished, though, it's rolling her hands. And that's something we've been working since she was like 18 months. And she, my husband has been working with her like every day. But obviously, it's a fun play thing. It's not like we are, you know, it's not child labor camp. <laughs> it's it's just a fun. We do games and, and, and he does different songs. And one day, from out of nowhere, she's unprompted. She started rolling her hands. And it was amazing. I mean... It feels a lot of the accomplishments she's going through right now and a lot of the things she's doing, they are very, like a 18-month-old, you know, they accomplish, like that's their goal. But she's doing it now. And to us, it's like she's, she's our baby again, you know, like a lot of when she had her regression, she was doing a lot of the things she's doing now. So it feels a lot like she's going back. She's getting on track. Even though it is a little delayed. But who cares, you know? Everybody has their own timing. I've read a little quote that said, Every flower blooms at its own time. Even if it's the same, you know, flower I don't want to say brand but even if it's the same species of flower they'll all bloom the right time of that flower like so I want to think that way everything she's accomplishing she's doing it at the right time she's doing numbers like I asked her can you do two and she do she does two fingers or can you point at three? And then she, not point, but like, can you show me three? And then she would show three. It's amazing. I mean, she's so smart. And she's so understanding and so patient. And so she, like, pays attention when we're talking to her. And it feels like she's trying to understand and and it's hard for her sometimes and it's frustrating sometimes as well for her because she wants to you know get it right away she wants to show us that she got it but she tries so hard and we that's what we praise that's the the things that we look for she's trying and she she likes trying and even if it gets hard she still tries. And 
I mean, I, I'm blessed, you know, I, it's hard. It's, it's hard having a kid with autism, but it teaches us. He has taught me to accept everyone just as they are and to stop controlling you know people and things around me it has taught me to accept myself and love myself and be proud of who I am and even the flaws and and the good things and the bad things she shows us every day that you don't have to be a genius to be incredible like she she's amazing she she's so patient with us and she, you know like i i believe very firmly that we choose our parents and she chose us she she knew what we needed and she came into our life and it was it was not easy but i feel that she chose to be our daughter and to teach us and and for us to be a family and love each other oh my god today has been a heavy heavy episode so i'm just going to make it heavier <laughs> this is why i wanted to do this is why I was okay with not having a co-host today because I feel like this is heavy and I like to focus on having this conversation with myself and obviously whoever is listening but it's good to have that time for you. So, I'm going to next next thing next topic of conversation. It's a little poem that I wrote and this has not like I said before this has nothing to do with my family or my daughter or my husband or my my life well it is it has to do with my life but oh my god where is it Okay I found it So it's called running that's that's just how I put it it's running So running I have spent 27 years of my life running. Running without physically moving, no one could catch me. I ran from pain. I ran from happiness. I ran from anger. Every single feeling I ran. I grew up with the voice in my head telling me I could never be anyone whom deserved to be loved. If I made a noise or if I stood up for myself. For 20 years I hadn't cried not even in front of my mom crying was a feeling to be ashamed of I lived in my own world imagining my own death in every way imaginable I created love I created a life worth living but it was an escape and nothing else a scripted version of my life Okay I mean It, it's not how I feel right now because I took therapy obviously but it is a part of me this is something that has helped me survive very 
very, very bad things in my childhood and when I was a teenager, when I was an adult. So I'm fond of that part of me. But it also created a world where I lost a lot of time in my real life and I lost a lot and I hurt myself a lot and I and I didn't want to live that way so when I had my daughter I was like I need to do something because I want to live in the world my daughter said I want to live and I took therapy and I found the tools and sometimes when I'm having really hard days I go back to to that person that ran but I always come back you know I always I don't get lost in that world anymore anyway this is so emotional I don't know why it got so emotional but guys thank you for listening to me I I hope you like this episode and next episode is gonna be a fun episode I promise it's gonna be my co-host is gonna be here and he will make sure to make it fun we we're gonna talk about a lot of the anime that's coming out and I mean that came out and we went to watch a movie and and we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna talk about something that uh, some of the articles that he saw on Facebook I think about it's a little story I don't want to give out too much but it's about a kid that nobody went to his party and he read some comments and and we're gonna talk about that but um Thank you. Thank you for listening. And whoever's listening, thank you for being here and for giving me a chance and for understanding that I'm new to this. And sometimes I might not upload, but I promise I will upload. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. All right. Take care. And uh, what do they say? Uh, comment, like, subscribe to hear more and find me and everywhere you find your podcast everywhere i don't know their names so um i'm not gonna try to name every single platform in but find me add the hold on the wheels of spectrum that's how you'll find me google me the wheels of spectrum i have a instagram i have a website and yeah let me know if you want to hear some you know, like maybe I can take questions. Maybe if you want to, if you want me to talk about something, maybe I can take some topics, but let me know. Instagram, DM, anything. All right. Thank you, guys.